Welcome to the Lake Show Life Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Jason Reed. Welcome back to another episode of the Lake Show Life Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jason Reed, the acting side expert over at lakeshowlife.com, part of the Fan Sided Podcasting Network. Today is Monday, February 15th, 2021, and things aren't looking too great for the Los Angeles Lakers. No, I'm not talking about the Lakers' seven-game winning streak getting snapped with a 17-point loss to the Denver Nuggets. That happens. The Lakers were on the road. Elevation. All that stuff happens. I actually predicted the Nuggets to win that game personally. Sorry, Laker fans. Not talking about that. Of course, the elephant in the room, the thing that every Laker fan probably lost sleep about, the worst ending to Valentine's Day possible. Anthony Davis, um, re-aggravating his Achilles injury, having to walk off of the court after shooting free throws against the Nuggets in the second quarter. Um, it, it, it's rough. It's a rough look. Now, so for anyone that maybe didn't see it, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you 99% probably saw it or have at least heard about it. Uh, this is not an Achilles tear. At least I'm not a doctor. You know, I haven't heard the results of the MRI, but he did walk off on his own power, albeit he was limping. Um, so this wasn't serious, serious, but he has been dealing with, well, I mean, it is serious, serious, but he has been dealing with Achilles tendonitis and, you know, he, he missed a few games. He came back, had a great game against the, um, who did they play last? My brain is not working today. He did have a great game against the, the Grizzlies. That's right. So he had a great game against the Grizzlies. I think he had like 35 and 10, something around there, 35 and nine. Uh, he was fantastic. Played against the Nuggets, was looking great in the first half, first quarter, you know, and into the second quarter, like I said, had 15 points at the time of getting hurt in only 14 minutes. And, um, yeah, and, and he aggravated the injury. He had to leave the game. Um, and really, it, it's a scary thing for the Lakers. And, you know, I, I hate being hyperbolic and overreacting to things like this. But the Lakers obviously need to be as cautious as possible. So they've played 28 games. They have uh, 44 remaining we probably shouldn't see AD for at least the next 10 to 15. If that, it might be more. Um, I understand you don't want him to like get out of basketball shape and all that, but he should not be playing basketball for at least I would, I, I'm not a doctor, but I think they should sit him down for a whole month. Um, these games at the end of the day don't really mean much. Yeah. The regular season games matter because of the seating, but the Lakers at full strength, they're still the great, the best team in the Western conference, the most talented team. And they should be able to beat anyone, even if they don't have home court advantage. Um, even with LeBron, they're a top three seed. I mean, they've been playing great basketball. Their, their depth is insane. Um, you know, so these games don't really matter as much. They just got to get to the playoffs healthy. And, you know, having AD come back before he's ready is just, it would be detrimental to the team. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to bash the team for having him come back this time around. But this isn't, you know, this isn't toughing it out and proving you're a tough guy and can play through injuries. Like this is a serious, legitimate injury that they need to take seriously. And he needs to not play for at least a month in my estimation. Now, AD might push back on that. He might feel better in a week and two weeks and be like, Hey, let me get out there. Um, but the Lakers just have to be careful with this. They, they, they don't have any other choice. I mean, this isn't just losing this championship. If, if the, if the worst case scenario happens and this turns into like an Achilles tear, this isn't about just losing the 2021 NBA championship. This could be about losing the 2022 NBA championship as AD will miss, you know, 12 to 14 months. Uh, he might not be back until the next playoffs. And by then, you know, he's coming back with an Achilles injury. He's not going to be elite right out the gate in the playoffs. Like 
I'm sorry, but I wouldn't pick the Lakers to win the title if they're just getting AD back a week before the postseason starts after a terrible Achilles injury. And if it happens later in the season, if he takes a month off and then it happens, like he might not even play at all next season. So this isn't even about this championship. This isn't just about next championship. This is about like the future of the Lakers. Like AD has been at least set up by Laker fans, of course, with so much player movement. We never know how long a guy is going to be with the team, but... AD is kind of set up to be the guy that takes over for LeBron as the franchise uh, cornerstone once LeBron eventually, you know, kind of goes into the into the sunset, rides into the sunset and retires. AD is going to be the guy who hopefully sticks around, brings another star, wins more championships, kind of like Kobe with, you know, Shaq and whatnot, and then staying in L.A. Um, that's how I see AD's career panning out. It could be different, but an injury like this could completely derail those plans, and all of a sudden, you know, you don't know what the team's going to do. Um Achilles injuries are serious. We know it with Kobe Bryant. Granted, he was older in his career and when it happened, and he was already regressing. He was great his last year before getting hurt, but he was already you know, on the downswing, and he would have regressed anyways, but that injury just accelerated it. Um, but big men in these Achilles injuries don't, don't do well. I mean, look at DeMarcus Cousins. He's just not the same guy. DeMarcus Cousins wasn't as great as Anthony Davis, but he's just not the same guy. And then you have someone like you know Clay Thompson. I mean, he's had multiple injuries. He hasn't played in two seasons. Uh, Kevin Durant has so far been the one exception to the Achilles injury um, in terms of returning not just the same guy, but even better. He's been fantastic for the Brooklyn Nets. But Kevin Durant's probably a top 20 player all time just in terms of talent. Uh, he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. Um, so, And he, he's got a different skill set than Anthony Davis. Um, that being said, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't want to knock Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a fantastic basketball player, but I don't think it's crazy to say Kevin Durant is the better basketball player. And the things Kevin Durant does... It's a little bit different than AD, and I feel like you know an Achilles injury might be easier for someone like Durant to overcome than someone like Anthony Davis. So the, these Achilles injuries, they're just they're they're terrible. Um, they not only like ruin careers, but they they make guys, the guys are not the same afterwards. And if they are, it's you know kind of one one in a hundred you know chance. Um, it's just you know you look at the Achilles injury. So I'm on a, an article from a Yahoo Sports. This was uh they posted this after Durant um injured his Achilles. So Elton Brand, two thousand seven, age of injury twenty eight. I believe Anthony Davis is twenty eight, twenty nine. He missed eight months. Pre injury season stats, he was averaging thirty eight minutes, twenty points, nine rebounds. Best season post injury, just one season like that, thirty four minutes, fifteen points, eight rebounds. So he went down. Uh, Mehmet Oker was uh he was okay before his injury, but he got worse. Chauncey Billups um. You know, he was fine, but he was still not the same guy. He was old. Kobe, like we said, old. Bergeau's not Anthony Davis, but he took a big step back. Um, Brandon Jennings is not Anthony Davis, but again, he took a step back. Our own Wes Matthews, his career didn't really pan out how everyone thought it could have if he didn't get injured. Um, Rudy Gay, again, Boogie Cousins. Like, these injuries are just, they're serious. Achilles injuries are really, really serious, and they're really hard to kind of come back from. And we just need the Lakers to be as cautious as possible and you know, sacrifice 20 regular season games if they have to. And I, by sacrifice, I mean, they're still going to win at least half of them with LeBron James in this depth. Like, it's not like they're a bad team. This isn't LeBron when he first joined the Lakers and, you know, they kind of need him to win games. That's not what the situation is with Anthony Davis. This is, they still have LeBron James. They still have good depth. They can still win enough games to be a top three seed in the West and go from there. Um, but they're, they're playing with fire if they try to bring him back too soon. And he's got to sit out for a long time and, you know, Anything less than a month, in my opinion, would be upsetting. Again, I'm not a doctor. I don't want to pretend to be a doctor, but I also want the Lakers to be able to contend for a championship because 
He comes back, he gets hurt just like KD did in the finals. Granted, that's the finals, so you can understand why they kind of wanted to rush it. Um, but if he gets injured like KD does, I mean, that's setting him back two years, two titles that they could win that they won't win probably, and potentially more. You know, what are they going to do? They don't have the assets to really trade for a guy. I've seen the idea of them trading for John Collins, who's been rumored to get traded from Atlanta, kind of make up for it. They don't have the assets for that. Um, they just, you know, what are they going to give them? Kuzma in a second round pick? Kuzma THT in a second? Like, that could be enticing if you're the Atlanta Hawks, but I don't think that's enough for John Collins. And, you know, Laker fans are going to say that's too much THT and Kuzma. You know, that's just how it is. Um, and I want to do that trade anyways. I don't think that John Collins is really the answer. Um, I think the answer is Anthony Davis. And I don't, there's no one on the market that could suddenly make the team, you know, a contender without AD again besides Bradley Beal. But, again, they don't have the assets to trade for someone like Bradley Beal. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. It's going to be interesting to see the MRI results at the time of recording this. They have not come back yet. Um, Laker fans, you know, just – Cross your fingers. Obviously, you know, it doesn't look like it's serious yet, but cross your fingers that they handle it right and Anthony Davis goes through the right things to kind of recover and whatnot because it's going to be bad if he doesn't, I'm telling you. Um, 71 game, 71 day off season, sitting for four months, you know, going 100%, sitting for four months, then going 100% for another, you know, two and a half, three months, sitting for only a month and a half and then going 100% again. Like, it's just, it, it's taking a toll. And AD is just kind of the first one to suffer this. And, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more guys because of this wonky schedule that's happened in the last year. And it's not the NBA's fault. They had to, you know, sleep in the bed that, you know, the world made for them. Um, it just sucks. And I hope AD is okay. And, um, you know, we got to move on. We got to look at the Minnesota Timberwolves game. But first, I wanted to talk to you guys about Manscaped. Manscaped is, uh, they're awesome. They're partnering with us here at the Fansided Podcasting Network. Uh, they sent all of us a bunch of tools, um, a bunch of formulations from their Perfect Package 3.0 kit. Um, I got that in the mail the other day. It was fantastic. Um, you know, my dad was a little jealous. I was opening it at my parents' house. And um, my dad, he wanted it. I didn't give it to him, but he wanted it. Um, it's just perfect. It's perfect for personal grooming. You know, Valentine's Day is in the rearview mirror, but you still need a personal groom. Don't let your don't, <laughs> don't let it go to the wayside now. Um, in the center of the Perfect Package 3.0 is the Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, it's their brand new... Um, the third iteration of their lawnmower razor. It's great for trimming down there. You know, they have the non-slip guard. They got the LED light. It's uh, showerproof, waterproof, all that fun stuff. You could use it inside the shower, outside the shower, whatever the case may be. Uh, just perfect for um, keeping everything fresh and clean down there. They also have the crop preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant moisturizer. Um, that's fantastic. You know, I, I personally have not put it on yet, but it smells awesome. It smells great. Uh, my girlfriend loves it. Um, they also have the crop reviver, which is just like the crop preserver, um, but it also helps it from sweating, smelling, sticking, all that stuff. They also threw in some underwear. Um, I believe a t-shirt was in there as well. Um, just all the goodies you need, you know, for personal grooming and all that stuff. It's fantastic. I recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't use it and didn't like it myself. Um, and lucky for you, you know, Manscaped wanted to hook you up just like they hooked us up. They want to give you guys 20% off and free shipping. If you use the code fansided 20 over at manscaped.com, that's right. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code fansided 20 at manscaped.com. Um, great products. Uh, I highly recommend them. And if you guys are in the need in the market for any of that, which you should be, uh, go check them out. They're awesome. As far as the Minnesota Timberwolves game coming up, you know, this is kind of like a in-between I don't want to call it a trap game. It kind of is a trap game. Um, you know, they have the Denver Nuggets game, which was a big game. And then they have the Minnesota Timberwolves on the road again. Obviously not as big of a game. And then they have the Brooklyn Nets on Thursday. We'll be back at you Thursday morning to preview that game. Um, I mean, it, it's 
it's kind of sad. We're going to talk about the Nets game next episode, so I don't want to dive into it too much. But we're not getting a full-strength Lakers versus this Nets team. So we can't really get a, a good takeaway of what may happen. Even if the Lakers win, like, I mean, obviously that's positive for the Lakers being down their star guy and beating, you know, probably the team they might face in the finals if they get it, if they get there. Um, but it sucks we're not going to see the full strength uh, version of these two teams because Anthony Davis will definitely not back, definitely not be back by then. If he is, that's just malpractice by the uh, front office. Um, as for the Timberwolves, even without AD, uh, the Lakers are quite fine. If I'm not mistaken, AD has missed a handful of games this year. If I'm not mistaken, one of them was against the Timberwolves. I could be wrong about that. I probably am wrong about that. They did blow the Timberwolves out the last time they played them. It was something like 125-99. Uh, that was over at the Staples Center. So it was. That game, Anthony Davis was not playing. That was December 27th, 2020. Uh, shout out 2020. No one misses you. Um, and the Lakers won, what was it, 127-91. So they absolutely blew them out of the water. Now, Carlton Towns wasn't playing because, you know, he had injuries and then had his COVID stint and whatnot. Thankfully, he's healthy and ready to go now. Um, and last time it rolled around, you know, it was kind of just a group effort. Cal Kuzma was red hot in the first half. I remember I actually predicted him to have like a red hot first half just because it was one of those weird games that you figured Kyle Kuzma. Well, I predicted him to have a great game, not just the first half. Uh, it just felt like one of those weird games where Kuzma went off and he did. He couldn't miss from three. He scored 20. Uh, I think 18 was in the first half. Excuse me. Uh, LeBron, 18 points. Uh, Schroeder had 11. Marcus all 12. Uh, THT 12. Harold 12. It was just a group effort. I mean, the Lakers had what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 players score. They had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 players in double digits. So just a group effort. Now, obviously, the Timberwolves are going to be a little bit different, and not having Anthony Davis against Carl Anthony Towns kind of is a big deal. Um, you know, I, I, the Lakers are still the more talented team, don't get me wrong, but AD's the guy that would limit Cat and keep him from having a big game. And Gasol is going to do that some, but he's – also only plays you know 20 minutes a game and cat is playing more than that so and Carlton Towns is one of the most overlooked big men in the league um I know he's played on a terrible team and that's kind of the reason why he's getting overlooked but you know he he's great I mean he's he's a career 22 and 11 guy and it's not like Hassan Whiteside 22 and 11 like he's really good um I just wish he was on a good team so he can kind of showcase you know his abilities maybe he can come to the Lakers one day uh that'd be something he's still only 25 too which is insane like Carl Anthony Towns he still has another four years until he's 30 like he's gonna quietly be one of the weirdest you know unless he gets on a contending team he's gonna be one of the weirdest careers to look back on because we're all gonna be like wow look at his his totals and his his standings in the all-time ranks but you know he never really felt relevant um, because he was on the Minnesota Timberwolves he'll probably get out of Minnesota one day don't get me wrong um, the betting odds for this are not out yet this game is tomorrow that is Tuesday the 16th uh, they're probably waiting on a word of ad and it's just they have the monday games to go through as well i don't know if the timberwolves play today on monday i they they might i'm not too sure let's see their next game oh no against the lakers so they don't even play today um so yeah so they're just probably waiting on the ad news and whatnot and he's not gonna play but the line's probably gonna be high it's gonna be a little less high than than it would be if ad was playing i'm gonna guess it's probably gonna be eight i think lakers minus eight sounds right eight and a half probably eight and a half they love the half points probably lakers minus eight and a half over under is probably going to be a little low at like two sixteen and a half maybe something around there um i did go two and oh in the betting picks uh last game i do want to point that out um i had the denver nuggets plus three again i thought the nuggets were going to win it was just the perfect game for a seven game winning streak to end um, and I also had the under and the under or the over and the over did hit thanks to Denver's uh, 122 points. So that's good going 2-0. and 
Um, don't have the betting picks, like I said, so instead we're just going to do the purple and gold players. A little bit of a shorter episode today. The 80 news is kind of souring me, and you know I didn't really want to talk about the Nuggets game that much because of that. I wanted to talk about AD, and this game is kind of just whatever until we get to the Nets game. Uh, my purple player, for those that do not know, the purple player is a role player on the other team that the Lakers need to look to limit to, to contain, to beat up a little bit, leave them bruised, you know, purple. Uh, that was the, kind of the meaning behind that. And the gold player is a role player who the Lakers, who I think is going to do great on the Lakers. Not they need to be great, but I think is going to be great. The purple player, I'm going to go with Malik Beasley. Now, we stay away from stars because it's too easy just to pick the best player on both teams every single time. That's kind of boring. Uh, you can make the case that Beasley is past the role player level, considering he's averaging 20 points a game. He's averaged over 20 since he joined the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's shooting 40% from deep, um, you know, and he's he's the second leading scorer, I believe, on the team. Yeah, you can make that case, but he's still a role player at the end of the day. He is not a star. Um, and the Lakers perimeter defense has been a little shoddy recently at times. A lot of it was because when Alex Caruso was out, Alex Caruso has been phenomenal, by the way. Um, I, I tweeted this out. I don't know if the numbers change. It, well, it has changed because there's been another game. Um, but at the time when I tweeted it, Crusoe had a plus 17. The Lakers had a plus 17.7 net difference when Crusoe was on the court versus when he was off the court. That's offensive rating minus defensive rating. Uh, that's the highest in the entire league for any player. So it's like Alex Crusoe, Alex Crusoe's difference on this team is massive. Um, but their sprinter defense has still been a little bit shoddy at times. They have got exposed by some weird guys like Justin Jackson and those types. Um, so just kind of limit him, keep him from having a big game. You know, the, the T wolves don't need a huge game out from him with AD out and Carl Anthony towns. Um, but if he scores 25 plus, like the Timberwolves probably will win this game. If I'm being honest, um, limit him from three. He's terrible defensively. He's a minus two defensive box plus minus. Yeah. Minus two. He's never been in the positive in his career. Um, attack him, um, try to get rotations. This is the problem with the T wolves. Their defense is not good. Uh, anytime Malik Beasley's on LeBron James, if the Lakers can get that that switch, um, the Timberwolves are just screwed. They're 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 in trouble. Um, so kind of you know keep him from having a big offensive game, and then really exploit him on the defensive end wherever you can. Um, Schroeder should attack him as much as he can. Um, you know some of the KCP hopefully can get some open looks. You know off ball, he's kind of cooled down after the red hot start. Same for Caruso, Wes Matthews, all those guys. Um, that being said, my gold player is not any of those guys, even though it makes sense that it should be. It's not Kyle Kuzma, who's actually been playing really good basketball. Those that wa listen know that I'm not a huge Kyle Kuzma guy. Credit where credit is due. He's been really good the last few games. Um, I'm going to go with Montrez Harrell. And I went with Montrez Harrell when the Lakers played the Thunder because Anthony Davis wasn't playing. And in the first game, Harrell was fantastic. And kind of, I, I just have the same the same reasoning here. Um, AD's out. They need people to step up. And this is a chance for Trez to really shine. Uh, really put up big numbers, really be a scoring presence down low, kind of build more chemistry with LeBron James. They have good chemistry, but build it even more now that AD's out. Um, they're going to share a lot more court time together and just kind of be that pick and roll option, that 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 bruiser down low that kind of bangs out, you know, gets hopefully 20 points in this game, can kind of rough up Cat a little bit. Um, Harrell's not the best defensively skills-wise, but he is physical and he could, you know, kind of be that bruiser down low. Obviously don't want to get in foul trouble. And I think he's going to have a big game. I think he's going to go probably like 18 and 10 in this game, 18 points, 10 rebounds. Um, and he's just, he's going to be efficient, you know, at the basket like he always is. And hopefully just be the bruiser down low that this team needs. And hopefully the three point shooting can, can be well um, without AD because they kind of need that to be teams. Honestly, they need good three point shooting nights, which they've had. Um, but they need Trez to step up. They need better three point shooting and, you know, just limit Malik Beasley as much as they can. Um, and, you know, 
they should win this game. They really should. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they lost, quite frankly, but they should win. Um, I probably am going to pick Minnesota to cover the spread. I think the Lakers will win. I just don't think it'll be a blowout. Um, I'll probably pick Minnesota to cover, and I'll probably pick the under. I think it's going to be a low. No, I'll probably pick the over. I don't know. No, I'll probably pick the over, actually, because Minnesota's terrible defensively, and the Lakers um, kind of will probably let them float around a little bit, I think. Uh, with no AD, they won't be able to fully put them away. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Just get get through this game, stay healthy, get a win, get into the Nets game. It, it's, it's soured. It's not as great um, with AD being out. And we're kind of heading into the home stretch of the first half of the schedule. Um, they only announced the first half of the schedule. The NBA did 37 games for the Lakers to give themselves the flexibility to move stuff back, push stuff back. Um, kind of how we saw with the NFL having to reschedule a bunch of games. Like this gave them the, the chance to move things around. Um, so they have the Nets on Thursday, like I said. Then they have the Heat, the Wizards, the Jazz. And they f- they finish it out with the Trailblazers, the Warriors, the Suns, the Kings. Kings on March 3rd. And then we'll eventually get the second half schedule definitely before that March 3rd game. Um, and I believe that's the that's going to be the All-Star break, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, LeBron does not want to play in the All-Star game. And after um, AD's injury, I wouldn't be surprised if he sits it out. I don't know if he – he can sit it out, definitely. Um, he said he was going to be there. Um, he was going to be there physically, but he wasn't going to be there um, mentally. Um, I don't think he should play at all. Just don't even risk it. It's worthless. Why even play for it? Um, not worthless. Pointless, I should say. There's not even going to be really fans there. And if there is, it's in Atlanta. I don't know. Georgia's policy on fans. Um, if there is, there's going to be, what, 2,000 fans? Like, just don't even bother. Take your time off. You need it. I'm talking LeBron here. Just all Lakers. Uh, you need the time off. Don't even bother. Get into the second half of the season. Stay healthy. And hopefully AD is back. I don't even want to say sooner rather than later. Hopefully he is back when he is ready and is not a serious injury. Um, in the meantime, guys, you know, let's get to the all-star break. Hope everyone stays healthy, you know, until then, like I said, and just fingers crossed for AD. That's all we can do at this point. I mean, none of us are doctors. None of us can help him physically. So just keep our fingers crossed for him. In the meantime, y'all have a great week. Um, go Lakers.